And whilst I was prepping for this, I heard a song. It wasn't this song, um, but I also had a little playlist of my own going. And it's called The Christmas Song. So many of you may have even have played this already uh, at this time. Um, but I'm going to read it for us. Uh, and it goes like this. So chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is going to spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from 1 to 92. Although it's been said many times and in many ways, Merry Christmas to you. And so while I found that wonderfully festive, and uh, this, is, this is the point, hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying, okay, while I find that quite festive and those are many of the things that we would enjoy, it has very little of the essence of Jesus. <laughs> very little of the essence. So I'm not saying that, you know, you, be, you hear what I'm saying, okay, it's okay to listen to carols, let me qualify that. Certain ones are better than others, but does it hold the essence of Jesus? Because that's actually the importance of this time. And whether that is, you know, another analogy I would like to use when someone asks me about, you know, well, it's not today. And I would agree with you. It's probably more like September, October, <laughs> actually, if you look at the calendar. Uh, spoiler alert. But um, uh, it's funny, you know, when we, we won the Rugby World Cup the other day, the president gives us this awesome, you know, uh, depending on how you look at it, an another day off, you know, a public holiday. And uh, it, it wasn't the day that we won that we experienced the public holiday, but everyone was thankful for it, you know, and uh, the, because it wasn't the point. The point was that we won. <laughs> and so as we listen to today, you know, whether this be the day or whether it be in September, can we keep Christ as the essence of all our festivities, all our celebrations, all our family time, that he would be the undergirding of actually what we're celebrating. Is that cool? Awesome. And so what I wanted to pick up on that is I know that Nat King Cole, he, I know he wasn't the original author, but that's as far back as I can date it, okay? I know there's many of you here who are maybe slightly older that could say, no, 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 he wasn't the original artist. But Nat King Cole wasn't meaning anything harm by it. I think he, he was actually just uh, doing his best to portray something of what this time can be. Um, but as I said, it speaks very little of Jesus. And it's a stark contrast to the, the title of the message today where they said, you know, their closing line, in fact, was, um, it's a simple phrase that can be said in many ways. And John 14, 6 says, but I am the way, the way, the truth, the life. There is no other way to the Father except through me. So it's quite a stark contrast. And I want to I hit on that a little bit more. So it's this morning the aim is to actually come to realize the who. The who. And so this is not just gentle Jesus, meek and mild, okay? It is that too. <laughs> uh, but this is Emmanuel, the one who would be called Emmanuel, God with us. The one whose name is Jesus, which means Lord of salvation, Lord our Savior. And so we need to recognize that, that it's not just the baby in the manger, and it's not the fact that he was actually just born, but more than that, he was sent and we need to recognize the reason as to which you were sent. And so let's read together. If, you can, if you've got your Bibles with, you can page with me to John 1 verse 1. 
Um, and we're going to start in the beginning. We'll do 1 verse 1 and then 1 14. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Do we ever consider that? <laughs> the Word obviously being Jesus. Do we consider that the, the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us? And John goes on to write, We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And if there's one question I want to leave with us as a congregation today and those visiting, is have you seen the glory, the glory of the one and only Son? Have you seen His glory? You see, in the darkness we were waiting, without hope and without light, till from heaven He came running, there was mercy in His eyes. To fulfill the law and prophets, to a virgin came the word, from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the dirt. You see, this is only half the message though. I'm just quoting one of our favorite songs and maybe we're gonna sing it afterwards. This is only half the message. If we stopped there, it would be like you've just been given, you know, uh, half the book. And uh, why I picked up on the way, the truth, and the light this morning is if we actually had to take our Bibles and, and if the Bible had uh, a read, what is it? I'm gonna say a Reader's Digest. What is it called? The... Uh, the description on the back of the book, what is that called? I can't remember. There? Yeah, back blurb. Okay, there's different words for it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> is it not the Reader's Digest? There's like the, 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 the whole, what the book is about. I think on the back there, much of what would say would be, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It encompasses much of God's ministry here and, and what, we are, what it, it was about, His time here on earth. And, and um, and so today, I want to share the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Um, and this is it. So it says in John 3, 16, we don't have the scripture and you don't have to turn there. You should know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. For God so loved the world. I want to allow that to just sink in. Do we recognize that it was his motivation from the outset was love? I think for, for, for many of us here, we actually just need to hear that today. It was God's love. That's the reason. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. <laughs> and so, His motivation was love. But His message was reconciliation. It was one of reconciliation. And so, it never meant to stop at, well, I love you. It, was, it, was, it actually went so much further to go, I love you. And actually, I recognize that there is no way for you back to the Father. So I'm going to come. I'm going to send my one and only son. And he's going to do. He's going to not only be born, but he's going to live a life worthy of an example that you can follow. He was born of the Spirit. And so it's someone that we can recognize and we can follow. And so what it must be said, and we don't often go there, but I want to say it today. It's in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4, and we can read it together on the screen. It says, the God of this age, who's the God of this age? Well, the God of this world. The devil. Okay. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel. And keynote, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And now back to the question that I asked. Have you seen the glory of the one and only Son? The one who is from the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Have you seen his glory? And so if you have, it says, yet to all who did receive him, this is the good news, 
This is the but God, okay? Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Isn't that incredible? That actually if you sit here and you've recognized um, and you've actually, you've believed and you've confessed, believed in your heart, confessed that Jesus is the Son of God, and you've recognized that actually he was born of the Spirit, that he lived here, the Word made flesh amongst us, he dwelt amongst us, he lived the perfect life, and then he died on our behalf and was raised to life. If you believe that, it says, then, well, then you will be saved. That's an incredible promise, incredible promise. And so this morning, um, I actually felt to share just a little bit about, you know, I recognize this even, I was thinking back as I was prepping this, of my own testimony and where the Lord met me. Um, I remember for the first time coming to an understanding of who Christ was, but I didn't understand, I didn't grapple with all the truth behind it and, and actually the life that I had to let go of. And I remember the first time that I gave my life to the Lord properly, actually my wifey and I on the same day by God's mercy. And, um, and uh, man, we've never looked back. And the more I look to him, the more I recognize um, what he's done for me, the life that he gave, the reason that he was born, <laughs> I recognize I'm not like him. And I so desire to be more like him. I so desire to be more like him. And so as you sat here this morning, I, I felt to ask you the question, when you gave your life to the Lord, if you have given your life to the Lord, consider that day. Consider that day because ultimately it's going to point you back to even the birth where, the very, where it began. <laughs> Recognizing that it was actually his motivation was love. And the message that he carried was reconciliation. So have you seen the glory of the one and only son? He revealed the kingdom coming and he's, re and he's reconciling the lost. He's redeeming the whole of creation, and he did not despise the cross. For even in his suffering, he saw to the other side, knowing this was our salvation. Jesus, for our sake, you were born and you died. You see, he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And that's the message of this time of year, is actually, um, it's his life for us. And so we read in, you know, when we pick up on the life, Romans 5.10, for it says, for if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? How much more? Can we say how much more? Awesome. How much more? <laughs> and um, I'm just checking that you're still awake. Um, how much more that we have been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? Through his life. And so it was we need to, on this day, see that it was actually his life for ours so that we could live the life that he has called us to here on earth, not just on this day or on Easter or on whenever you feel like it's a good time to come to church, but the life that he's asking us to live. And ultimately, that points us towards eternal life, eternal life, that we would be together with the Father That's an exciting thing. And that actually is, can I say, when I heard this, I was writing this yesterday. It's the reason we sing joy to the world. <laughs> joy to the world. Second line is, our king has come. Our king has come. How cool is that? Like seriously, I was writing this yesterday. 
and, uh, and I could hear the guys singing the carols, joy to the world. Okay, I'm going to leave it there, otherwise we might lose people quickly. Um, but uh, but uh, it really is. That is the reason that we celebrate like we do, is it's joy to the world, for our King has come. And so for us this morning, do we recognize that it's not just baby in a manger? That is the way that the Lord chose to do it. Okay, and that is what we celebrate today. But we have to realize that actually He is the way, the truth, the life. <laughs> and He's our only way back to the Father. And so this is not baby in a manger, gentle Jesus, meek and mild only. This is majesty, King of kings, Lord of lords, the one who died on our behalf, the one who's been raised to life so that we can be raised like Him and that we would spend eternity with Him. That is His heart. And so He made a way when there was no way. And the truth of the message He carries is eternal life. It is eternal life. And so I wonder if we could just bow our heads and close our eyes. We're going to end with that this morning. I want to keep it nice and tight. And then maybe we're going to go into a time of, of worship after this. That'll be cool. Maybe Francois and you guys can come up. And so as mentioned, in the calls today is, is basically, today is the day that we celebrate our Savior. Amongst every other day too. Amongst every other day too. Here's the reason that we celebrate. We celebrate and we recognize that the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Lord, I ask that you would enable that truth to sink in right now, Lord, where we somehow, <laughs> you get resorted just even in this time to baby in the manger. Lord, I pray right now that you would drop into our hearts something of your majesty, something of a picture of heaven, something of your plan behind it all. You are the way, the truth, and the life, God. And so back to the question that I asked at first. If you sat here today, Can you honestly answer that you have seen the glory of the one and only Son? You've seen the glory of the one and only Son, the one who is from the Father, the one who is full of grace and full of truth. And if you can answer that easily, <laughs> that's awesome. But if you can't, and you feel like actually as I've been ministering this morning or the Lord's been ministering unto you, you felt something just even within your heart that, there's, that you haven't recognized that or that you can't see His glory. And as we picked up on that scripture in 2 Corinthians, it may be, it may be that you're still blind to the glory of our King. And I want to trust the Lord right now in this moment that He would reveal His glory to you that He would reveal Himself as Savior, that He would reveal Himself as King. And you see, in John 1.12, we, we, we looked at it, it says, to those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in His name. And the, the issue is that with human nature, we so want to understand the things before we believe. 
And the problem with that is that it's not rooted in faith. We know that it's actually impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible to please Him without faith. (laughs) Actually, the means of salvation is that we are saved by grace, by faith, by His grace through faith. And so this morning, if you sat here and you actually, you know that you have not seen the glory of the one and only Son, and it's a decision that you would like to make, (laughs) even at the time of the celebration of His birth, that you would recognize that, Lord Jesus, I haven't made you my Lord and Savior. I want to extend the greatest gift that you will ever receive around Christmas time. (laughs) And that is salvation. That is eternal life. That is the way to the Father. And so if you've never received Him as your Lord and Savior, won't you just slip up your hand? Love to pray with you. Love to pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you've never made that, if you've never made that call in your life. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You may even feel like there may be a wrestle just even around this. I don't know if you've walked in here with family. <laughs> Sometimes makes it harder. But actually, the, the Bible speaks about that one day we will stand before the Lord as an individual for the life that we've led. And so I want to give that opportunity. I don't want to rush this. Is, is there anyone that would like to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior this morning? Why don't you slip up your hand? No one's looking. Heads are bowed. John 6.40 says, For it is my Father's will that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life. That is the promise that we're given. Looking to other things. Maybe we've been sitting here, and we, uh, maybe we've walked in this morning, and just even the festivities, the, the time away with family, the, the need to rest, the busyness of this year, it's almost cluttered us. Huh. Maybe you're here and you've realized, actually, Lord Jesus is, was my Savior. I did recognize his birth, his resurrection. I did accept him, but maybe my life has not been led around that very, that very moment. And you want to actually come back to God. You want to be reconciled with God. This is for, not for the first time believers, although if you want to put your hand up too, that's also okay. <laughs> if you want to come back to God and you haven't been living the way that you should have. Why don't you just raise your hand? I'd love to pray with you. Love to pray with you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Father God, we we stand here in awe and in wonder. of your grace and your mercy toward us. (laughs) We recognize you today, God. I pray that just even as we go out of this place, Lord, that we would carry the message of Jesus, that you, Father, would become the pivotal point behind our celebrations, behind our festivities, behind our time together. Lord, we know that in you it's where we find rest. 
secure best holiday that we could ever be given. And so we celebrate you today. For we, and hopefully everyone in this room, has seen the glory, the glory of the one and only Son. We thank you, Father, for sending him. We thank you, Father, for making a way for us to be reconciled to you. And Jesus, we see you, the one who is full of grace and full of truth. Maybe as I was speaking, you just, or did the calls, you actually came to the point where it just feels like you didn't have it in you to put up your hand. That's okay. I want to invite you that actually come and have a conversation with me afterwards. Love to pray with you. Love to pray with you. I'd love to give you that opportunity. As mentioned, the best gift that you will ever be given and that you could ever receive. And it's free. <laughs> sure. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we stand? We're going to go into a few songs of worship um, and then we're going to 